0: Previously on Attempted Adventure.
1: Isla Brooks. Jean Pierre Severin saint Billy Brandy Birch. Mido Tailtreader.
0: Our story begins in a small, hard-to-access town, Hayesvale Canyon. The fog lifts, the stars converge, and the cosmic stream is perfectly visible. I'm gonna
2: perch right on top of Town Hall.
1: You look famished. Have a snack at my cart. <laughs> well, he's
3: kind of just looking at everybody over-eagerly and going,
1: Hail and well met. Is
4: Chance the Rapper on the first stage or the second? Woo! <laughs> I
0: desperately need some adventurers to run an errand for me. I will run this
3: errand! Okay. We're seeking mighty warriors to aid us in a holy quest. This guy makes cheese. We have been tasked with delivering the key entertainer for Chance the, the
4: Rapper? Yes! You know him! No one else knows him here! (laughs) So you'll come with us? Yeah, totally.
1: Okay, I will come with you.
0: As you're in a trance, you are tied up with your hands behind your back.
3: I stomp on an orc foot.
0: Roll initiative. (laughs) Yes! Welcome back, adventurer. Are you ready to give it a try? Eleven.
1: Twelve. What did our you just said hold on, Eight so orange. sorry. One, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> Have fun.
2: Jamie, don't kill us. It's session one.
0: It is session one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and now we die everybody. I like mine. Oh, um, I don't know if anybody was reading. I don't know how I ended up with it, but I have 14 hit points. So oof. Bye.
3: Are you sure that's not a mistake?
1: Yeah, I started with not very many and then we leveled up twice and both times I leveled up. I didn't roll. Great.
3: Wow. Oh my god. We both took the fucking standard array because we were like
1: Obviously, I also should have done that.
3: Melody was too busted at the beginning. Exactly. Otto was busted in the other direction.
2: In a last-ditch effort, Billy is like, wait, I can get you guys Misty Pristine's autograph, probably. (laughs) Does that sway you? What did you guys all (laughs) know?
0: Probably.
3: I got a 19. I got an 11. 12.
0: 10. Mido, as you go to stomp on this orc's foot, you don't register the attack that comes your way as the leader orc reaches down and picks up a heavy uh, chunk of wood from around your your fire pit and swings it at you with the, in his entire might behind it. Oh no! Does a eleven hit? No. He misses oh, and God. smashes the rock wall beside you, uh, kind of sending pebbles and debris shattering into your face. Um, and next in the order will be you, Mido. Uh
3: Did you say I'm... Did they just hold my arms, or did they actually, like, bind me somehow?
0: They bound your arms, so you are restrained.
3: Hmm. All right, I definitely want to get out of that. I don't know the technical...
0: I think at the end of your turn, you can make a strength check to see if you can get out of it.
3: To bust out of it? Okay. Now, in the meantime, can I still use unarmed strikes with my feet?
0: Uh, I'm a very
3: powerful kicker.
0: Yeah, I think so. Do it with disadvantage.
3: Okay. Boom. That's a 20, dirty 20.
0: Okay, that hits.
3: So if that hit one, I guess I would try to get the other one, too. So that I can have time to break free. Okay. Oh, wait. So Flurry of Blows gives me two attacks. So I have to use a key point. So I'm going to be able to make three attacks. Okay. Uh, 13. Yes, that hits. And another
0: 13. Also hits.
3: I love doing D&D karate. Oh, my God. Mm. Can you guys picture all of the fucking fierce kicks right now? Okay. So I rolled... Two do four damage, and one does eight damage. So can I just split it up evenly?
4: So eight to each?
3: Yeah. Sure. Then, some kicking. Oh, and then I need to do a strength kickin'. check to get out of that shit. It's
0: a 12. That does not get you out of the grip. <laughs> Try really
3: hard, though.
0: But that fierce kicking. <laughs> Okay. Uh, next in the order is one of the orcs that is holding you, and as it reels back from this kick that you just like almost shattered its shin with, um, it drops the arm that it it drops the arm it's holding, one of your arms that is bound. It like lets go of your bicep uh, and goes in to make a just a punch into your stomach to calm you down. Oh no! Strike an eleven. That doesn't hit, right?
3: Nope.
0: Okay, uh, it misses. And uh, next in the order Dodge is JP, Jean Pierre.
1: Oh, sick. Uh, how far away am I from all of the orcs?
0: This is a small space. It's maybe no more than like 25, 30 feet in uh, oh, diameter. So that's are...
1: all I need, baby. Yeah. I'm going to draw my rapier. Okay. Take a couple of steps forward, and I want to approach whichever orc is close to Mido.
0: Orcs two and three are holding him, and the leader just attacked him with a branch, so all three are close.
1: Um, which one is closest to me?
0: The leader.
3: We went from the extensively named hobgoblins to orcs two and three.
0: I
1: learned I love my it. lesson. Yeah, right? <laughs> so I approach, uh, I mean, roughly five feet. I think uh, you're going to have to walk me through this the first time. My, melee attack range, five feet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. I approach. And because he is in within, is the leader within five feet of Milo because he just attacked him?
0: Yeah. Mido. Cool.
1: Mido. I just called him Milo like four times. Sorry, bud. Where's Um, Mido.
0: I like Milo Um, too.
1: (laughs) I'm going to attack with the rapier. Okay. And it is a, oh my God, I am so sick of these dice. It's a crit fail.
0: Aww. Aww. Well, so
1: I definitely don't hit.
0: You take a slash, and he grabs your arm and twists it, uh, mm. sending you stumbling backwards a few feet um, and make a uh, dexterity-saving throw to not trip. A 15. Yes, you, you stumble back and steady yourself, uh, kind of rubbing at your sore wrist. Um, and next in the order is Billy. Awesome. So uh, how are these orcs, like, spaced in front of me. They have uh, encroached around you, so you have, like, one to your side as you are kind of towards... You're the furthest into the the cavern. So you have one to your side, and then kind of beside him is JP, and in front of him is the leader, and then the rest are kind of lined up behind him. Two of them are holding Mido. And um, Isla is to your left, also one of the furthest into the cavern. So
2: if there was a 20 foot radius, my friends would be in it.
0: Yes. This is a very small space. Maybe 20 feet total in diameter. Or 25 Mm. feet total in diameter.
2: Okay then. Uh, I'm going to cast Flaming Sphere, which is a 5 foot diameter. And I'm going to go for one of the orcs holding Mito. Okay. It is a dexterity saving throw. Okay. And I need to figure out what my spellcasting modifier is.
0: Your spell save DC is 11. It is. Mm hmm.
2: Cool. Then it's 11. And uh, yeah, they're going to fail that. So that's going to be 2d6 fire damage.
0: I'll take it. Uh, It's going to be a 7. Uh, one of the orcs holding Mido burns to a crisp in this magical fire and drops dead and uh, as this happens the leader turns to you pointing his great axe into your face and he snarls and says something in orcish that you can't understand and the rest of the orcs ready themselves to fight but before anyone can make a move it's Isla's turn
4: Hi I
2: just
4: want to say that so, Billy definitely went like what? At the orc leader. (laughs) Unphased. (laughs) Completely unfazed. I want to go after one of them, but like, I don't know which one to aim for because the thing I want to do, it can hit another creature within five feet. I would
0: say that there are a few orcs clustered behind the leader who haven't made any moves yet and that are not necessarily as close to your friends as the others are.
4: Okay, I'm going to aim for one of them. Whichever one. Okay. I, the, yeah. And I'm going to do ice knife. Okay. Um, and so you have to do a dexterity saving throw. Both of them do or just one person? Just one. It's, you can aim it at one and then if it hits um, another creature or each creature within five feet have to do a dexterity saving throw too. Uh, it's ice a 12. Knife. That does not do it. Each, each creature within five feet. Yeah, so the one that I that hit, I do 1d10 piercing damage. Okay. That was a 9. Wow. And then each creature within 5 feet must six eight on a dexterity saving throw as well. 6, 5,
0: 9, and 18. So the 6, 5, 9 all get hit. Okay. So, right.
4: same amount of damage? No, I'm going to do 1d6. Oh okay. Six. Wow. I did it. I did something.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, that hurt them. They're mad, and one, the one of the ones, the one that you hit first with the most damage, uh, is mm-hmm. going to attack next, and he's going to charge at you with his great axe. Hey. Hey.
4: Does a 20 hit? Oh No. Yeah, it does.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, Isla, you are going to take... 13 slashing damage for my friend Isla. Ouch! And next in the order is another one that got hit, who is going to punch Milo. No! And actually, you know what? Let's just do these together. I've got one... Two, three, four orcs. One's going to punch Mido. Two are going to go for um, Jean-Pierre, and one is going to go for Billy. I've got a five for Mido. Nope. A 22 for Jean-Pierre. No. Yes. (laughs) A 19 for Jean-Pierre. Yes. And a 14 for Billy. Yes. Okay, so...
1: Christ on the cross, Jamie.
0: So sorry. So it's just there's, it's just a, what is it? Usually a D4 or one plus their strength.
1: P- perhaps.
0: Yes, it is one plus the strength modifier. So um, Jean-Pierre is going to take eight damage and Billy is going to take four. Hmm. Oh my God. And Mido, you were not hit, right?
3: No, I was not.
0: Okay. Uh, So next in the order is then it's going to come back to the leader and the leader is going to uh, walk up on you Mido and take your chin in his hand and kind of squeeze your cheeks as he sneers at you and says it doesn't do well to play tricks on me and my people don't try to get out of the situation by being a brat and he tosses your face aside and rears back his great axe and he rolled a crit fail. And the axe That's slips out of his the axe slips out of his hand and lands on his his uh, comrade's foot, giving him five slashing damage to his foot.
3: Wow! That's
4: so fucking amazing. I laugh. Uh, and next in the order is Mido.
3: Uh, okay. Oh, I still my hands are still tied. Yes. Okay, so I'm just gonna do three unarmed strikes again.
0: Okay. I guess.
3: All at the guy who's right in front of me failing to hit me with an axe?
0: Okay. (laughs) You know what? You can do one with advantage. He's a little shaken up. He's a little shaken up from dropping his axe blade side down on his comrade's foot. Perfect. He's embarrassed. He's embarrassed. As he should be.
3: That one's an 18.
0: That does hit.
3: That one is a 17.
0: That hits as well.
3: And then that one's a 9.
0: That does not hit.
3: Okay. So I'm like, bow, bow, bow. anime. And then, <laughs> what? um... what's anime? <laughs> and then I'm also going to use my very long movement speed to kind of like dip out of range of orcs. Uh, uh,
0: there's really no well, f- out of range. The furthest you could get is the back of the cavern where Billy is, unless you want to forego a strength saving throw to get out of your binds and try to make a strength saving throw to muscle through the orcs who are standing in the passageway. and get Oh, out that makes sense. Okay, the- no,
3: so I'll, I'll back up to where Billy is and then make my strength saving throw to try to bust out my ropes.
0: Okay, but make your, do your damage first, dummy. I mean. Oh, right.
4: <laughs> You're not a dummy. Did you... Isla says.
0: Thank you.
3: Okay, seven, five.
0: You only hit twice. Oh,
3: seven and five. Damn, that last roll was a seven again. And then strength.
0: And then strength. (sighs) Twelve. Doesn't do it. Okay, next in the order is uh, the orc that is still holding you. He's still got an arm on you, um, though you are rapidly kicking his boss. And he's going to approach and take a swing at you with his axe, Isla.
4: Not again.
0: This is a 10 hit.
4: No.
0: Uh, so he misses with his axe, uh, and next in the order is Jean-Pierre.
1: Okay. Are any of the orcs within five feet of my friends?
0: Yes, the one that just swung on Isla that was previously holding Je- um, Mido. Oh,
1: I'm going for him. How okay. far from him am I?
0: You are on the other side of the cavern, but it's only about a 20-foot
1: distance between you. Cool. So I close that distance, and I'm going to attack with my rapier. Okay. Would anybody like to guess what I just rolled? Was it a nat one? It would be a crit fail. (sighs) That sucks. No. I have to go. I'm done with this game.
0: (laughs) Bye. You go to close the distance, and as you do, you trip over your foot, and uh, you are caught by the collar of your shirt by the uh, leader orc, and he pulls you up as he's got a strong grip on you. Um, and he looks you in the face and he says, not on my
1: watch. And I look him in the eyes and I say, oh, even the ugly up close. Oh.
0: <laughs> Next in the order is Billy as you see this happening.
2: All right. Billy is just going to go ahead and turn into a fucking wolf. Yikes. Fuck and- yeah. And she's yes, going to go ahead and jump on that leader.
0: All right. Yeah, make an attack roll for that.
2: Okay. Attack roll. Is there any modifier to it at all?
0: I think as a if Bite is a melee, it's plus your strength.
2: The wolf's strength, I'm assuming? Yeah. So that's going to make it a 14. That hits. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, so that is uh, 2d4 plus 2 piercing damage. Okay. Oh, uh, so that's 8. 8
0: total damage? 8 total. Okay. You uh, jump on this leader orc who is much bigger than the rest as he uh he grabs your companion by the throat and er, by the collar of the shirt and threatens to do more damage to him than he's already done and you sink your teeth deep into his neck and he drops Jean-Pierre out of pain as you you sever an artery in his neck and he drops to the ground and leads to death very quickly with you, Ooh, a feral yes, yes. looking wolf standing over Blood
4: him. on the muzzle, bitches!
0: <laughs> the fucking... The hippie in
3: our party has I'm gonna say she won't, two
4: kills? She won't eat any fish and nearly kill the guy overeating mutton. <laughs> but has slayed two people. And uh, she's
1: right to do
4: it. I don't and I care love about
2: men... <laughs> Man, am
4: I right?
0: I'm going to make a wisdom saving throw for the rest of these orcs. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Um, after you've slain their leader and they see this feral wolf standing over his dead body, uh, the four orcs at the uh, edge of the cavern who have kind of yet to make any really significant moves and have already taken some damage themselves look at each other and turn tail and scatter out of the narrow passageway and away from you Um, and these two last ones that have taken the brunt of the damage but have also invested themselves more in the fight stand their ground and face you weapons ready Um,
4: and next in the order is Isla alright whatever one is closest to Jean-Pierre I'm gonna do poison spray Okay. So you just have to make a constitution save and throw. It's a six. That don't do it. So, so I'm don't gonna do one D twelve of poison damage. Okay. It was a six. Okay.
0: That orc had one hit point left. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, he uh he falls to his knees poisoned. And uh, he gasps out one final breath and makes very watery eye contact with the last orc standing, who was the last orc who was holding Mido prisoner. Uh, And next in the order is you, Mido.
3: Yeah! I look really smug as if I've had anything to do with my own freedom. (laughs) And guess I got nothing to do but kick whoever's left.
0: Kick that boy! hard
3: as I can. Kick with
0: my that feet, boy! I like that, Mito has only kicked enemies so far.
3: At least this time, though, like there's not an orc within five feet of me, right? So I get to do like a running kick, kind yeah, of.
0: Yeah, you gotta you gotta close a little bit of distance between you.
3: Yeah, and my hands are already tied behind my back, which lends itself perfectly to a Naruto run. So I kind of like
1: <laughs> oh cock forward god. at the hip
3: <laughs> and I charge him.
1: Oh my god.
3: Which should give me advantage. I'm not going to press that, but obviously.
1: Oh, yeah? You think so?
3: That's a 23.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you know to run so good.
3: <laughs> All right, I'm going to just do... Uh, is there any reason I shouldn't use my last key point? No, I don't see any reason I shouldn't do it. How
4: many key points do you get?
3: Three per short oh, it's, rest. It's
0: one per round, one per level, right?
3: Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to use for Flurry of Blows again. And that is another 23. No, wait. Also oh hits. God. That's a 21.
0: Well, still hits.
3: And that's a 23.
0: Also hits. Pow, pow, pow. How much damage?
3: That's four, four, five.
0: You all see Mido break into a dead sprint to close the small gap between him and this final orc. And he begins kicking, jumping himself off the walls and leaping into the air kicking and kicking this orc and the three of you see him kicking and kicking this very dead orc long after <laughs> it need be done <laughs> and as he finally lands and catches his breath you find yourself uh you find yourselves alone again in this cavern riches still in hand and dead orcs scattered about what do you do
2: Billy is going transform back into a satyr and wipe the blood <laughs> off of her mouth and look at Mino and be like I get first watch next time kid
1: <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. yes for, for the honorable uh, the honorable hero you did a very bad job but then you did kick you kicked them so hard you just kicked <laughs> them so much it was truly frightening. No need to thank me. It's I what I do. I'm not <laughs> thanking you. I'm horrified. <laughs> I understand. I'm frightened
3: by you. A normal person like yourself can be in awe when faced with a master like
1: me. <laughs> not not awe. It is disgust. <laughs> Your true feelings are clear. You, we, Yes, I have spoken my true feelings.
0: There are four orcs scattered in this area. Would anybody care to loot them?
1: Oh, instantaneously, Jean-Pierre would like to loot them.
0: Three of them have 18 silver pieces and two gold on them. And the leader had 25 gold and 60 silver pieces.
1: Do you guys want to... This is, again, meta. Are we doing the same money system from last time? Yeah, do you want me to just keep track of everything?
2: You know, I nominate JP as... Uh,
3: well, no offense, but JP is not as camaraderie as uh benny and
4: i nominate isla for treasurer <laughs> oh, i am so bad with math i don't know if i should be in charge
0: all right i nominate matt but i don't nominate john pierre okay we can just say that you're the same person
1: we can just what? say that you at
0: all times have the money evenly split how's that that's good is that okay but matt will take D- care of okay, keeping track cool. of it So can you
1: tell me what those numbers were again?
0: Uh, Three of them had 18 silver pieces on them. So that's 54 total. Oh, oh, I understand. And then from those three total, you get another six gold. And then the boss had 20 gold. And 60 silver. Danke. And then they each had a great axe and two javelins.
1: Uh, does anybody uh, favor the great axe?
2: Nope, but I will take that college javelin. I was Ooh. gonna say,
4: yeah. Billy. I don't know why, but this javelin's calling your name. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, do you know? Do um, you have the numbers of what I alluded to?
1: Unless you want to keep that as your own, because that was specifically you.
4: I don't. I'll share it.
1: Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, okay. that is
0: that is something good to know. If you guys, like, are off adventuring on your own and you find loot that you don't want to add to the pile, that's fine with me, but you have to keep of it. Yeah, I don't it.
1: care.
4: I'm going to keep the two short swords. Okay. But I'll give everything else away, like the money. Um, and How you much will money ha- was it? It was... Go ahead, Ellie. Um. Well, I gave you one gold, but it was 200 gold. 68 silver. And then a small satchel... Of gems and glass.
0: You'll have to get that appraised if you go to a shop. Yeah. And then you'll you can get the ivory statue appraised as well.
4: Oh yeah, sorry. Cool.
0: We so, did it! I'm not sure we're the good guys, but we definitely did it. In this aftermath, why doesn't everybody make a survival check for me?
1: Seven. Eleven.
0: Eighteen. This battle really, in all reality, did not take that long. You were threatened, you threatened back, and you made quick work of these orcs, even though about half of them ran away out of fear. And um, Isla, you know that if you fell asleep right now, you would have just enough time to get in the minimum of a long rest before you have to mosey on in order to get um, Misty Pristine to the festival on time.
4: Ila, without even missing a beat, just shoves the orcs out of the way, <laughs> curls up in a ball, and falls asleep again. Like, no oh no other God. dialogue. mean, Was awe. not bothered.
2: <laughs> I love her.
1: The corpse! Uh, Jean-Pierre tries to go to sleep, but he's doing that thing where he's like, if I fall asleep right now, I will have six hours. <laughs> if I fall asleep right now, I'll be able to sleep for <laughs> one hour and 59 minutes.
4: Ila... Um, I'm gonna
2: stay up a little bit I didn't do the first watch and kind of like <laughs> give Mido a look
3: well I uh I only need half as much time for a long rest so maybe I'm gonna hide the bodies
1: uh, nobody's coming to look
3: just kind of push them off somewhere where I can like you know bring some brush down on them disguise we did a murder like we weren't like we were in the wrong in there you guys
0: we really were but
2: we're just arguing the ethics of it and i'm like me is murder
0: you guys argue the ethics late into the night and eventually swap um uh shifts and there's always someone out to watch but nothing seems to happen for the rest of the evening and as the as the sun starts to rise high overhead Uh, The four of you are fully awake and on your way again in the early, early morning. Um,
1: That was a long rest.
0: That was a long rest. You can take a long rest. Sick. And as you travel, um, you can see North Trench Colony just on the horizon. It is only about an hour's walk from where you are as you exit the small cavern. um, And everybody make a perception check as you walk.
4: I
1: failed. Nineteen. Uh, sorry, seventeen. Seven. Oh, Uh, it's a six.
4: As you all are traveling, Isla, you spot
0: just past a small, um, dense brush up against the edge of the cavern the entrance to an presumably empty orc encampment. But you pass by it with no words between you, just a look of. Quiet disdain among yourselves uh, as you push forward and enter North Trench Colony. And it is early morning, but North Trench Colony is already a little bit bustling. It is a much smaller town than Hayesvale Canyon. And as you enter, uh, everybody make a make another perception check inside the gates of North Trench Colony. Nineteen,
3: eighteen.
2: Wait, no,
0: twelve. One. Sorry, Isla, You think you're back at nor- at Hayesvale? Yeah. <laughs>
4: Just terribly confused.
3: She gets Uh, a big jolt of that molly in her spinal fluid, just like coursing through her all of a sudden.
0: But um, Mido and Jean-Pierre, you spot instantly a very proper, very well-dressed and beautiful-looking young woman sitting atop the driver's seat of an ox-drawn carriage, looking around kind of, Uh, lazily, just sort of watching the passers-by. Looks like she's almost waiting for something, and she's alone, with this large carriage full
1: of things. Uh, Jean-Pierre walks straight over to her. How far away is she? We see her, so obviously not that far. You see
0: her, yeah. She's, she's a, maybe like a block and a half ahead of you.
1: Um, Jean-Pierre walks right over to her, extends a hand, and is like, Enchante, madame! Mido's
3: watching his back like
0: this. Make a swagger check. No, she uh a she kind of looks check. down and looks you looks you from toe to head and uh outstretches her hand as if for you to give it a kiss and she says, Hello. "And I do." Oh, she says. She says
1: what? Do that again, please.
4: Hello. Say more. Nice to meet a fan.
1: Ah, uh, but of course I am a fan, uh, and more than a fan. I and my, uh, uh, compatriots behind me are here to, uh, what is the word? escort you to your performance further south in the canyon.
0: She takes a hard glance over all of you. Uh, though you did have a long rest, you still have just been through a he- hefty battle, one of whom took a pretty thick axe swing, I, I think I remember, um... And she looks over you and she says, You are my escorts.
1: But of course.
0: Make everybody make a persuasion check.
3: Persuasion?
4: Love it.
3: (laughs) Make it a group fail.
4: 17.
3: (laughs) And it seems seems right.
4: Oh my god, I got a
0: 12. Okay, we'll do group dynamics. Uh, Two people passed, so you all pass. Um, She kind of like ignores Mido's Lack of charisma and uh, she,
3: I will not fail you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's fine. <laughs> we should get going though. If we're going to make it to Hayesvale in time for my performance, don't you believe?
1: Oh, yes, madam, you are one of the most intelligent, charming creatures I have ever had the opportunity to meet.
2: <laughs> and I'm like, so do you know chance or uh, what's going on there?
0: I don't know anyone by that name. Uh. <laughs> uh, you guys set off uh on your way from North Trench Colony to Hayesvale Canyon. I'm just gonna roll a luck check to see if you have any encounters on your way there or if you make it there in a smooth ride. It <gasps> is a natural nineteen. You guys make it there with no problem. You encounter you do not encounter the orcs who escaped your wrath the evening before. Uh, you come across no more bandits or any sort of magical beasts as you were told that there were in these in these uh, areas. And you have a smooth ride back escorting Misty Pristine to Hayesvale Canyon for her performance. And as you ride into town, you see, uh, kind of holding his hand up and squinting against the golden afternoon sun, he sees you coming in scrum humdunger. His eyes widen <laughs> at your approach, and he runs up to you and extends a hand to shake to Misty Pristine and he says, Oh
3: I take it. Oh.
0: Okay. <laughs> thank you, young man. Thank you all for escorting the lovely Miss Pristine here. You're welcome. Uh we I cannot it. thank you enough. Like I said. Um and uh he kind of turns over his shoulder and like does that like two-finger piercing whistle and a couple of um festival staff run up and uh take the lead of the ox drawing the carriage and um escort misty pristine to her like kind of a tent that's kind of like green room quarters for her
1: and as they start to lead it off i hop up on the side just like just standing on like the rail on the side of it to talk to her and be like "Uh, i would uh, Love to see you again sometime, Madame Pristine.
0: Make a persuasion check with advantage.
1: Oh, thank you. So that one was a 23. Okay, so the 23.
4: <laughs> she is swooning. I'll be in the big green
0: tent after my performance. She whispers in your ear. And uh, she kind of like winks <laughs> and then pushes you playfully off the edge of the carriage as she uh, she like, kind of almost like... Claps to have the the staff pull her ox carriage forward again, and she's out of sight. And Scrum Humdugger turns to all of you and he says, Oh, man, I really, I cannot thank you for enough. This was all I needed, and you guys really, like, the rest of the festival is going to go off without a hitch. I just know it. Thank you so much.
1: But of course. Was <laughs> On it, my
0: honor! Was it a hard journey?
2: Yeah, man. I well, bit not... out an orc's throat.
0: Oh disgusting i hope that this i hope that this can uh ease a little bit of your pain and and um make up for a bit of that that hardship you had to go through and he pulls out from uh his back pocket uh six gold foil tickets not six how many of you are there Eight, Four. Gold, <laughs> eight gold foil tickets and extends two of these gold foil tickets to each of you and uh as you each take two of them and pass them over in your hands you see that they are gold foil tickets that read one free meal voucher on each. Huzzah <laughs> Enjoy yourselves, please. Have fun Bye. at the festival. It's three nights. <laughs> These are good for any night. And
1: uh I really Thank hope, you. I really
0: hope you enjoy the cosmic stream is gonna happen like as soon as the sun sets.
1: I hope you enjoy. Um does he walk away? Yes. Cool. I go after him and I tap him on the shoulder and I look at him and I say, Sir. Monsieur. Yes. I make and sell food. I That's... do not need these tickets. Oh, but you can try so other... So I will, I will be requiring other form of payment. There... What is the money?
0: There is... I... So...
1: Listen, Very, what is in your pockets right now?
4: He... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> He pulls out his pockets. We got so much money from doing that.
0: He turns out his pockets and like a cartoon, a moth flies out of one.
4: This man (laughs) truly
0: has no wealth.
1: You are indebted to me, and I will expect that debt to be paid at some point in the future.
0: Yeah. All right. Sure. And he like pats you on the shoulder and walks away.
1: Mm, Fantastic. Uh,
0: And now you guys, the... uh, you kind of all. Uh, what are you doing? Are you like splitting off to enjoy the festival before the the sun sets and the cosmic stream begins?
4: I ask Billy if she wants to go get a seat on the lawn with me. Oh, and I'm like
2: more than anything, Isla.
3: <laughs> I'm not invited, but I I just am like trailing ten feet behind, just like when Isla was talking to the guy earlier, <laughs> not looking directly at them, just like. <laughs> Yeah, the lawn.
2: There should be great seats on the lawn. We're early, I think. Oh,
3: yeah. I was going to sit on the lawn too. I'll just sit over here on the lawn.
1: (laughs) As they're walking away, JP's like, uh, Pardonnez moi, s'il vous plaît. uh, Would you perhaps want to eat some cheese during the concert?
0: Yes. You know, I Cheese, boy. Cheese, boy. Cheese, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Cheese. Uh, you guys all uh, enjoy your cheese. You take up a very nice, well-positioned spot uh, in a, a little patch of shade um, as the golden sun sets, and you can perfectly see the large, round, wooden stage from where you sit. Um, and the crowd stands as it becomes a bit harder to see over everyone's shoulders, and You stand with them as Misty Pristine takes the stage. And as the sun sets perfectly, this haunting melody uh, comes out from the band beneath the stage. And uh, with it, these glittering lights dance across the sky in what you can only describe as cosmic magic. And it performs this sort of natural dance across the navy blue sky to to the tunes of the music as... your hearts race, and you hear Misty's beautiful voice in tandem, and as this is happening, the world stops. And you can't hear Misty anymore, and no one is moving. Those people who were swaying along with the tune stop swaying, the breeze stops blowing, and you stop hearing and feeling and everybody make a wisdom check. Fuck.
4: Wish I wasn't- Oh! Eight, Eighteen. Four. Um.
3: Seven. Also,
1: clarification, we're still able to move, or I am also frozen?
0: This is why I'm making a wisdom saving throw. I see. Everybody, uh, everybody who got above a five- who got, who got above a five.
1: Well, that just felt targeted. I
0: got ten. <laughs> did, did everybody but Matt get above a ten? Yes. No, I got a seven. Okay, so Jean-Pierre, you pause, and we'll come back to you in a moment, but Mido, you pause as well, and you can see in real time that everyone else has paused, but you can't move, and Billy and I. Isla, you pause and can see in real time that no one else has moved, but you're able to just sort of jut your heads around to see that no one around you seems to be conscious of what's happening in real time. They have all been paused. The world around you has paused, including your new companion, JP.
2: And. I look at Isla quick, and I'm like, I thought you said this was gonna take like 45 minutes to hit, look. I'm so confused. <laughs> I'm like, I, it's never hit me this hard.
0: Maybe it's a bad batch. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this conversation is happening completely within your mind because you cannot speak. The only thing you can do is turn your head enough to see that no one else is responsive. They've paused exactly where they were the moment everyone else seemed to pause, and as you continue gazing up at the sky, suddenly the three of you see a bright red flash, and then a crackle of lightning, not from the sky, but around you. And then, down from the sky, in a burst of light, is a streak of dazzling red shimmering down from the sky in a red sail, and somewhere halfway through its descent, it shoots off like a firework and red glitters around it in all directions as the main point of light cascades rapidly towards the ground. And as it hits somewhere beyond the horizon, you see an explosion, a plume of red smoke where it hit somewhere just out of reach. And as the smoke sails toward the sky, you're still for another few minutes before the world picks up right where it did before. Misty Pristine continues to sing, the cosmic stream continues to dance, and people continue to sway, completely unaware of what just happened
4: in real time. So everyone's acting as if that, like, nothing happened
0: and no one even seems to notice that a small trickle of smoke still looms just past the horizon. Wait, Matt and I know though. You know Matt doesn't. Oh. You saw it but you couldn't move. Um right. only um Isla and Billy rolled high enough to be able to look around.
1: This song Billy is, is like, very what
0: weird. The fuck? But, But
2: Did but you- what? Do you guys did see anyone
0: that? else?
4: Yeah. Do you guys smell a quest coming on? <laughs> Only if they sponsor me. Oh. Oh, <laughs>
1: oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh my God. Oh, uh, uh, what, what is wrong?
4: Did,
3: does I point. You... I point for JP at the trail of smoke. Like, I
0: did see you see that? Make a wisdom saving throw. Me? No, no, uh, not a saving throw. A check, rather. Fifteen. You see a trickle of smoke, red smoke on the horizon. You didn't notice before, and you don't know what caused it.
1: Yeah, it it is smoke. It looks like a campfire. What?
4: Nah, guys, we gotta go check that out asap. Huzzah! <laughs> <laughs> Do you
0: explain to JP what you just saw? Time froze. And I saw a red comet right
3: there.
2: There was for sure something nature going on.
3: And and- I'm only on my 18th ale today, so I know I really saw it. <laughs>
1: uh, eh, It was probably bad cheese. I should have thrown that out a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> he
4: poisoned us.
1: No, it's fine.
0: Uh are you guys heading off in that direction?
1: Bad cheese
3: or not, I must check it out. For I am a consummate adventurer.
4: <laughs> Isla just took off without yeah, even ex- explanation.
2: Definitely just like
4: making
3: Damn, moves. We're just gonna be trailing you guys okay. this whole time.
0: Um, you now with your walking speed.
3: Oh yeah, I Naruto <laughs> run to catch up and get right between them.
0: You head off, and you all—all all four of you—know that the only way out, like up and out of the canyon from this town, is uh, up from where Mito came from, where the the cargo train comes in. So you go up the winding staircase that is carved into the side of the canyon, and up and over, and now you are on the edge of the canyon, facing out towards the um, uninhabited undeveloped area that you're in it's a bit woodsy it's a bit barren and uh you head off towards the smoke which is just on the horizon line um if anybody wants to make a nature check to see how long you think it'll take you to get there in the dark of night No I do 10 Oh shit
2: 15
3: Oh I got a negative Fifteen. 1 on nature <laughs> <laughs> It's a 17
0: Uh who got high- highest Isla? I got 15
2: I got 15.
0: Oh, okay. So, uh, Ayla and Billy, you know that, um, you can, you can make it there on foot if you, if you jog at a pretty good pace in about an hour and a half.
4: Let's get to stepping. Let's jog. Okay. I
3: only Naruto run, but.
4: Billy's
2: on like a pink, like, sweatband (laughs) (laughs) over her horns.
0: You make it to the source of the smoke without being intercepted by any creatures or bandits or anything uh, from the area. And as you approach the smoke, you see it pluming up from the center of a large crater. And it's kind of hard to see into the crater from the top edge where you stand, because not only is it so, so vast, but it is hazy and full of this thick red smoke that plumes up and out of it.
1: Ah, okay. It was not bad cheese. (laughs) What is it? I sniff it. I smell it.
0: Uh, You want to make a perception check?
3: Yeah. Damn, dirty 20.
0: Okay, uh, the smoke has no particular smell to it, but as you gaze into the crater, you see something glitters and glistens at the base of it where the smoke is particularly pluming from.
1: I'm gonna
3: go down there.
0: Okay, does anybody follow?
1: Uh, we don't know that there's anything down there, right?
0: No, only Mido saw that.
1: Billy will- Behold!
0: <laughs> That's
3: my invitation for them to follow. Billy you
0: know? is like, kid!
2: Kid, you're just... I-, I don't know why I feel responsible for you, but, like, you're just jumping down this hole. What's going on?
0: I'm four times your age! <laughs> Mido, Mido, you skid down the steep edge of this crater and, and uh come to a jog as you as you reach the bottom of it, and as you approach the center of the crater, you see what glistened before. You see five sparkling red pristine feathers. They kind of, like, shine as if whatever they came from was almost artificial, and scattered around that, you see a smattering of dust that doesn't look like Sand that comes from the earth. It looks like a different kind of sand in little piles and clumps here and there. And make a hmm, there's a there's a silhouette crashed into the ground. You can't really make out what seemed to have crashed here, but it's unfamiliar to you, and these are the items that you've found. Uh all right my extensive
3: training and mastery of martial arts has not provided me with the answers to this mystery anyone else
0: uh the three of you are still up on the edge of the canyon oh no one followed the crater oh billy followed uh billy you you see as well now these these five red feathers are sparkling and glistening despite the lack of light breaking through the uh smoke as you stand here uh, standing over this this imprint in the ground. Why don't you make a nature check to see if you can discern what made the imprint?
2: Ooh. 16.
0: Um, you can definitively discern that it was a living creature, especially from the fact that it's gone now. Within the hour and a half that it took you to get up here, this thing has gone away in some direction and you don't see any trace of it. And it was big.
1: Hmm. Can I see the sparkling of the feathers from the ridge where I'm standing?
0: Make another perception check with advantage
1: now that really? Mido is holding them
3: off. I don't know if we should tell them about the sparkling feathers. It seems like they love
1: money too much. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a 17.
0: Yeah, you can see them with Mido kind of brandishing them and trying to see them better within the smoke.
1: As soon as, soon As soon as I see the glint of something in the smoke that looks like it might be... Shiny. I'm like down. I'm in. Okay. I yep. saw there. Was, I saw there was something valuable looking in there, and I was like, "Oh, I have to go."
0: You approach to Isla. see Mido holding Mido and Billy holding the five red feathers and the dust scattered around the ground, kind of like sand, like fine, perfectly crafted grains of sparkling sand.
4: Isla has FOMO, so she also goes down. <laughs> you see the same thing. Love it. Yeah. Uh,
1: it, what are those? Feathers? I'm
2: sure, part? it was some kind of being.
3: The beginning of a quest!
2: Perhaps a giant bird? I, a yeah, I would
1: assume belled.
2: I think?
1: Ho- you can mean I do ho-o? a
2: nature check? Ho-oh? Yeah, you can do a nature
0: check.
4: Fifteen. Hmm.
0: They're feathers. Thing. They're big yeah. feathers. They're bigger than, like, a natural bird would have.
4: Can Guys, I, I make... These are big feathers.
1: Can I make an evaluation check to determine how much uh, the feathers are worth? Is that a real thing? No, but I want to.
0: Um, Yeah, I would say that's intelligence. Oh,
1: no. An 18.
0: They are real feathers from a living bird, and nobody will buy them from you.
1: Um. Do you know, not to, like, preach, but... We as humans literally wiped out bird species, looking for fun, colorful feathers to stick in our hats and wigs.
0: Yeah, but this is um, oxier, not earth. So,
1: I don't know. I feel like I feel like hat feathers would also be popular.
3: <laughs> I'm gonna experiment with like affixing it to the end of my spear, where I have like a little red ribbon tied.
4: It looks pretty cool there.
3: I might, I might, I might keep it there.
4: Hey, Mido, you look pretty
1: cool that it, oh, yes, hey it does it does oh. look fairly good cool. are you
4: I'm each surprised. taking
0: one uh, yeah sure and who's got one. the extra
3: i vote billy takes the extra like i like proffer it to her like hey
0: and i look at Mido, and under my
2: breath i'm like you're right they're definitely just trying to sell these feathers at least jip is
1: hey i heard that that was not kind but also, you are correct. I do want money for these feathers.
3: <laughs> She's the druid. Like, I have
4: yeah. I the extra one in my bag.
1: Mostly they are pretty.
4: Okay. Ila wants it just for the aesthetic. Okay.
0: You now each are in possession of one of these um, sparkling red, unnaturally red feathers. Uh, and is anybody making an investigation check on the sand? Sure. Yes,
3: please. 12. Why'd I say yes? I got five.
2: It was perception? Mm
0: hmm. Or investigation?
2: 22. Oh, uh, then 21.
0: Isla, what did you get? I got a 12.
1: Uh, hey, me too. You
0: all kneel down and investigate it. And Billy, you can definitely tell that this sand is not from this part of the ground. It's not even a result of the crater bursting up another layer of rock beneath the ground. It's almost as if someone took some pristine, hand-modeled sand from a fake beach and scattered it here in the aftermath of this crash. And it's, it's, it's got an aura to it that you can almost feel.
2: Billy like takes a handful of it and lets it run through her fingers and is like unfamiliar sand to this region.
0: <laughs> Would you like to take a sample?
2: Yes. Okay.
0: Uh you put you put a little bit in a little leather pouch in your bag. Um
4: Love it. And now sample sand. Now what are you guys doing? I just had a total auto moment where I was like I eat the sand. <laughs> <laughs> Make God, a I miss him sometimes. <laughs> what if it's?
1: But what if it's drugs?
4: Ooh, yeah, she snorts it. Yeah.
3: You ate sand.
4: She you does that sand? thing where she
1: takes Lil little and like rubs it on her gums.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just to some. see. She vomits. Um. <laughs>
0: Remember when I just
3: drank the water?
4: The dirty trough. <laughs> <tins, laughs> I water? sure do. Um, no did And Jamie was like, "It's bad." you get like, the ripple effects
3: on the rest of the campaign were immeasurable on how that built Otto's character out in yeah, like the fourth for time sure. we did it.
1: um i am very interested in this big animal that is unnaturally red and could possibly fetch a nice price to the right animal collector um so i want to see if there are footprints along the side of the ridge anywhere where maybe something walked away from the crash
0: make a uh investigation check. No advantage, because you really don't know what you're looking for.
1: Fifteen.
0: It's kind of hard to tell because the shape of the indent itself is so confusing to you. Um, It's kind of hard to tell what is debris and cracking of rocks and what could possibly be um, tracks. Um, But you can see the most unusual, the most unusual series of debris, cracks, and craters that lead out of the larger crater itself lead northwest, up and out of the crater.
1: Uh, It looks like perhaps this uh, creature went that way, and I point to the northwest.
4: Isla climbs out of the crater and, like, looks at, like, that direction. Can I also do an investigation? Sure.
1: No, you're gonna find where the actual tracks are and be like, hey Jean Pierre, that's They're the wrong southwest. direction. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I don't wanna do an investigation, but I do just wanna like do a Captain Morgan on top of the crater and like look off. Oh, it's <laughs> really cool.
0: It's actually kinda cool, especially with the ja- the thing on your spear.
4: Thank you. Ooh. Yeah. I got an eighteen.
0: Uh yeah, you see as well, some uh some blades of grass is are disrupted in this general direction and it looks like something Pushed through a bit of the brush at the edge of the tree line.
4: I look at Jean Pierre and then down to Billy and my am like this away. And just start
1: going this away, this away.
4: like towards- no choice. Like you guys are coming with me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love our leader, leader Isla.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, Jean Pierre goes, grabs Camille in his carriage, and starts moving. Aww. With um, Isla.
0: All right. You guys are now traveling a full caravan towards the direction that you believe these tracks are headed in. You've got these five feathers and a bit of this mystery sand in your possession and a single small adventure under your belts as a misfit group that did not know each other yesterday morning. it's your dm jamie thank you so much for tuning into this episode of attempted adventure i hope you liked what you heard i'm so excited we're diving right into season two i hope you're enjoying it so far as always if you are liking what you're hearing please go ahead and subscribe to us on whichever platform it is you get your favorite podcasts and while you do that if you could leave us a rating and review on itunes that would super help a lot On that same note, if you aren't already, I highly recommend following us on Twitter and Instagram at aadventurecast. I post lots of updates on both, including but not limited to, trailers for every single episode that goes out, and updates about the show, and just general merriment. Uh, So come on there, interact with us, and if you have anything to say about the show, please feel free to tweet it or post about it using the hashtag AttemptedAdventureCast, as well as tagging us. Like I said, this season is gonna be a freaking whirlwind I cannot wait I'm having such a fun time writing it we're having a really fun time playing it and I hope that you're having a fun time listening to it I don't have much to say because this is only episode two so as always friends I will catch you in the next one bye